0: It is very late, but the Milwaukee Bucks, holy moly, I can't believe they won this game. They didn't deserve to win this game, but also did deserve it at the same time. I mean, they did some dumb stuff for a lot of this game. They got bad whistles, Giannis fouling out you know, on a dumb play. Um, defensively, they had some really stupid possessions, but... I mean, the Mavs missing free throws, and then down the stretch, got a couple buckets that just were able to, you know, give them this win. Um, Man, just unbelievable. I can't believe, you know, Giannis ends up with 28 after going two for 10 in the first half with five points. But that's what he does. Um, You know, you always know he's going to turn it around. Um, Seven of 10 from the line. Awesome. I mean, he's been improving there and started out slow, but really picked it up. George Hill got to give George Hill some props for those two corner threes in the fourth. And then, I mean, the other thing too, like the rebounding at the end, like we, there were just so many things we did that I felt like, yeah, like we really don't deserve to win this game, but neither did the Mavs. I mean, I think the Mavs are looking at it the same way and saying, you know, our free throws and, um, you know, not being able to to take advantage of of certain possessions late. They're probably saying the same thing that they didn't deserve to win. So, Ultimately, I mean, we made one more play than they did and, you know, Luca missed free throws, Hardaway missed free throws, Finney Smith missed free throws. They were 10 of 24 from the line. Holy crap. That's absurd. I didn't realize it was that bad, but that's, I mean, that's a huge, that's almost the game right there. And I really hated the whistle Giannis got, especially in the first half. I thought it was awful, but, um, I mean, I am not i usually don't – I mean, I don't like complaining about the refs because ultimately if the refs are deciding the game, you know, you didn't if, – if you're in putting your team in a position where – or yourself in a position where the refs are deciding the game, then you haven't done a good enough job. But I just – I don't know. He was driving so much, and I think he only shot two or three free throws, four free throws in the first half. I don't know if he shot one in the first quarter. It was really frustrating. I just feel like this was one of the – like, it was one of the toughest – officiated games for him of the season and in a while, just, I feel like he usually is getting those calls and when you're used to getting them and you know, when you drive and get contact and you're consistently going to line, that's how, that's how he, you know, his, he gets a lot of his points. And when you're taking that away from him, um, we saw it in the first half, you know, only five points. And again, he turned it on. He was aggressive in the second half. He got going. I thought I liked his, you know, he was more controlled driving and kind of, I think, Instead of trying to just go in and initiate contact, he was more going in trying to go get a bucket in the second half because he knew that the foul might not come. And yeah, I mean, ended up with 23 in the second half. So um Grayson Allen, I love what I'm seeing from Grayson off the dribble recently. He had a few huge drives where he either comes off a screen or just takes it, you know, takes a guy one-on-one. And Usually he's like coming from the left wing and he kind of just, or maybe even the left corner and kind of drives and does like a little bit of like gets to the right side and is able to finish with his right, And that's something he did at Duke a lot too. So I'm, I like that he's really improving with that because that's an area of his game that is going to need to improve if he wants to play consistently in the playoffs. Um, so very happy with that. And yeah, I mean the off the, the rebounding at the end was bad though. I mean, That looked like it was going to be the thing that, okay, we're going to lose this game by one or two possessions, and it's going to be because we just couldn't get offensive rebounds when it mattered. That Giannis foul happened after an offensive rebound. And, again, I mean, they they just made one more play at the end. And that lob was not that – I mean, that was – I didn't really see it that closely, but that lob looked like it was a really bad pass. Luckily, Brooks still finished it. I think it was George Hill who threw it. But um wasn't like the prettiest lot because he was wide open. I mean you saw it immediately when the play started that he was just gonna be it was gonna be a wide open layup. Um all right, I'm gonna let Giannis season join here. Um all right, what's up? You're a speaker now, so if you uh Hello, hello, can you hear what's me? What's up? What's going on? Yeah, hear- yeah, yeah. Can you hear man. me? I can. Okay,
1: bruh, who was that guy? Who was that guy at the end? Who was that guy? Was that Tim Hardaway Jr.? Where are they? Where's Brooke Lopez? Where is he? Where is he? Brooke Lopez, with his manly, manly hands, catches the bad lob. Just beautiful, beautiful committing for the layup. Giannis Antetokounmpo turns into a Greek god in the second half he he thought oh wait oh shoot maybe i should crank it up a notch and then he just literally turned into michael jordan 2.0 drew holiday after that poster by Luca just turned into a freaking demon uh, defensively chris middleton literally if you didn't see it if you didn't see it he played luka doncic very well just saying uh i i'd say the Giannis, uh, the Giannis uh, foul. Honestly, I'd say that was a good thing because maybe I. I, I mean, I'm not, I'm not too sure what his uh, three point percentage was, but that was a pretty good uh, contest by Giannis, and so he missed the three free throws, which would have won the game. Honestly, and uh, yeah, uh, Grayson Allen turned into a beast mode. Uh, Let's see here. George Hill did something good for once. Uh, let's see. Uh, Bobby Portis. I think he was doing pretty good in the first half, uh, at, at least from the last time I saw his stat line. Um, uh, Dallas Mavericks don't know how to shoot free throws. That's good. Uh,
0: give me your, give me your, give me your Pat Connaughton. Take.
1: Pat Connaughton. Uh.
0: Clutch three yeah, late. Clutch, clutch three clutch late.
1: Clutch three. Like, I just feel like he uh, – okay, I know he was injured, so I'm not going to really, you know, put this against him. But I just feel like Pat Connaughton wasn't doing too good. Like, uh, I think he was – last time I checked, he was like 247 from the three-point range. But it was clutch. He was clutch. That I'm giving that. I'm giving that to him. And Giannis, right now, shot 100% from three. You got to love it. You got to love to see it. I know it was one-for-one, one, but still. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Javon Carter, I didn't really see much from him, uh, except for that one time when he threw it away. But that was basically yeah. the entire Bucks team throwing it away. But we still managed to win, even when Giannis had, like, seven turnovers and fou- Giannis fouling out. Yeah, that, that says a lot, honestly. Uh it's sad that we couldn't see Giannis getting his fourth uh, straight uh, 30-plus point game. No, eighth or ninth. Or whatever uh, uh, I was, mean ninth. I fourth. mean, sorry, sorry. Yeah, yeah I, I, meant, I meant ninth. Uh, his defense, his defense was doing pretty well, like, at least from the eye. He had, like, a steal, I think, and uh, it was sad that that uh, block that he – well, supposedly block that he had on a uh, Christian Wood wasn't a block and was a foul. I didn't really see the foul, but I think he, like, I think his pinky hit the side of his arm. I I don't really know. I don't really remember. But yeah, that's my
0: take. Yeah, man, I appreciate you joining. Um, so just to you know, go through some of the some of the guys and some of the the points you made there. Um, one of the things I definitely, you know, Chris was pretty pretty decent on Luca. Obviously Luca was still gonna get some buckets on him, but I thought he did a pretty good job in the post holding his ground and Luca tried to kind of back him down a few times and it kind of Chris forced him to do a lot of tough you know, tough fadeaways and tough mid range shots, which was um, pretty impressive. And um yeah, I mean Pat had that clutch three, which is good to see. Pat's always been a pretty clutch player. I know his shooting isn't great right now, but guys like he's just he's coming back from injury, I think. I think everyone kind of agrees. They're like, we're going to, we're going to give him some time. He's not, nobody's expecting him to come out right away and just, you know, be shooting 40, 50% or whatever. But um, yeah, it was awesome to see him hit that one in the clutch. And yeah, I mean, Drew was super good in the particular, the first half ended up with 17, six assists, three of five from three. Um, And just look at it. I mean, we only played four guys off the bench today. So we only played a total of nine guys. They really cut it down. No Wara, no Bochamp, who Bochamp we haven't seen much of lately at all. Um, and it was really just the main five. And then you had Bobby, Hill, uh, Carter, and Pat. So, and even, even those bench guys didn't play that much. I mean, Bobby only played 16 minutes. Um, Carter only played 12. And then Connaughton and, and George Hill both played over 20 minutes. But the starters played, you know, a little bit more than they usually do. Drew played 37 minutes. Giannis played 35. And, um, you know, and that was with fouling out. Like Giannis, if he didn't foul out, would have played close to 40 minutes in this game, which is not usual for Giannis. Um, but I like what the, you know, I like that Bud did that a little bit. I like that these games that are super close and you, you know, it, we're going, we're trailing going into the fourth quarter where you really need Giannis to play more than you know, make, you know, you don't want to give him that rest because they are playing from behind. I like that Bud kinda of rolled him out there and, and was gonna play him the, the entire rest of the game, even picking up that fifth foul with Whatever it was, five something left, kept him in there, and just wanted to, um, you know, try to play him the rest of the game, and yeah, Giannis had some tough calls against him. I mean, there were a couple fouls that I just, you know, even the earlier ones that you don't know that's going to come down to that, where you like in the first half you're not thinking that a foul might be the difference between him falling out later in the game, but when you look back on it, you're like, man, he he did have a couple tough ones where it's like, I don't know, they're just ticky tack, and I feel like it's just frustrating when Giannis doesn't get those on one end and then he gets calls, he gets called for it on the other. But I mean, I'm not going to try to get too angry at the refs because I know Giannis is a hard guy to officiate. And to be fair, they did let things go more in general. It wasn't just on the buck side. It wasn't just for Giannis. Even the Mavs had some, you know, times they were driving into the paint and down low, which is like, like Brooks had how many blocks did Brooke have in this game? Um, it says three, but I feel like he was at three in the first half and had at least one more. But we'll say, you know, he had several, several good contests. And, you know, some of those definitely could have been called for fouls if you're you know, if the refs were um being more, you know, offensive lenient rather than defensive lenient. And so it it did go both ways a little bit. But again, it's just it's frustrating to to see that happen. Um and, you know, if you're gonna lose and Giannis we you, know, we you know we end up winning, but I'm just talking about in, in general. If we if we had lost this game and Giannis struggling for that first half, it's like if you want Giannis if Giannis is going to struggle, I want him to struggle on his own. I don't want it to be because he's not getting a good whistle. But anyways, won't go too much into the rest because we did win the game, and um, yeah. But ultimately, free throws were just a huge factor in this game. Bucks 19 of 23, and again, I mean Giannis seven of 10, and he started one of three. Ended up making six of his last seven. And I don't think he missed any late. I could be wrong in that, but I don't think he did. And then, I mean, the Mavs just fell apart from the line. 10 of 24. I, that's incredible. And yeah, I mean, Hardaway missing all three. I don't know if I've ever seen an NBA player miss all three free throws on a three-point shot. Um, But yeah, okay, I'm going to get to some of these requests. War of Vibes. Adding you in here. So whenever you are ready and you're on here, just uh, unmute your mic and you're good to go.
1: Hey, what's going on? Um, What's up? What's up? One thing I've noticed out of Bud lately is he's been playing a lot more minutes for um, George Hill in the clutch than he has for Javon, which scares me a little bit because, I mean,
0: I I lost you for a sec. Hold on. I'm gonna try removing you and adding you back. I'm not sure if everyone did, but um, try Requested the speaker again because I you cut out for me. We'll see if it works the second time. But I don't know if I don't know if it cut out for others. But um, I couldn't hear you anymore. All right, add you back. All right, we try try this again.
1: I was just talking about how um, Bud seemed to go to George Hill in the clutch yep. rather than he went to Javon, which scares me a little bit for the playoffs, just cause um, I'm a big Javon guy and I really think he <clears throat> makes a huge impact on our defense and late in this, in the um, playoffs. I think that could really
0: affect us. Yeah, I do think, I mean, absolutely. And appreciate you joining. Um, so I definitely think that, you know, Javon's better defensively and I love having Javon out there defensively. Um I haven't been lately super impressed with Javon's offense. I think I don't know. I, some of the stuff he doesn't transition really makes me mad. Like I just what I love about Grayson and what he's done this year is like you get the ball and these you know they want to push it find 34. Like that's that should be your like instinct. Every Bucks player should just be up oh, where's Giannis? Okay, boom, get him the ball. And Javon loves to kind of just take it up and, like, he, like that one turnover he had tonight, he did his stupid, like, he pull-up-three thing where he's about to take a pull-up-three, and I I said three seconds before it happened, I'm like, he's going to shoot it. And he goes up to shoot, and then in midair kind of decides, no, I'm going to pass it, and Giannis isn't ready for it. It's like, dude, like, I just, I don't know. that That's the only thing that I've been upset with with Javon compared to some of the other guards, and, you know, I think Hill's a little bit better just, again, kind of setting things up offensively. Um, And in transition, I think Javon can kind of, I don't know, rush things a little bit or just, I don't know, some of his decision-making isn't the best. But I do still think that Javon's the more impactful player overall when you take in a both sides of the court. Because, I mean, George Hill's not great offensively. He made a couple of nice threes in the clutch tonight. But, um, you know, still, it's not like, you know, I'm not going to let two threes just completely change my tune on him. Um, And, yeah, I think, you know, overall just consistency wise and on both ends yeah Javon is still the guy and it it worries me a little bit you know Hill played 21 minutes Carter played 12 but um you know and, and like you said in the clutch is when Hill's playing more which which is it's scary but at least I don't know it, it's good to see Javon still in this rotation and still um you know at, at least a solid part of it. I don't know. There might be a game later, you know, pretty soon here where Javon takes those minutes in the fourth if, you know, he's kind of got the hot hand a little bit. And I don't know. Well, I want to wait to see a little bit more. I'm not going to completely you know, go crazy over, over a game where, you know, Hill played more, or a couple games where Hill played more. Um, we'll see. And we'll see how they both look. You know, again, I, I mean, Hill hasn't been anything special this year, but he hasn't been as bad as he was in the playoffs last year. And I think um, Javon's been good, but there's been times offensively where he's been, you know, uh, again a little bit inconsistent, a little bit just erratic, I guess you could say. But yeah, I I, I still agree. I think going forward, Javon should be the guy. Um, I'm gonna get to a couple more of these. Um, it's past midnight. Tate Huss, you're up next. Hey, Nate. Uh, okay. I watched up? the
1: whole game and I just wanted to talk about Grayson's playmaking ability off the dribble. I thought it was much, much improved. And even in the last couple of games, just off the dribble, he's making a lot better decisions. He faked a Giannis a couple of times, made a couple of clutch layups. And that's something we haven't seen from him. And we were t- complaining about, but it's good to see from him.
0: Absolutely. And appreciate you joining Tate. Um, that's something, you know, I, I hit on a little bit earlier and I had been talking about the past few games. I was like, you know, we know grace is going to be a 40 something percent three point shooter right around there. That's a given for him. That's what, you know, that, that's, that's what you're expecting with grace. Allen. anything you get defensively playmaking wise off the dribble wise is extra. And that's the stuff also that, you know, that, that takes him from a shooter that you can you know have out there a little bit when he's hot. But I'm not sure if you can consistently play him in the playoffs Two, he can actually be out there and trusted a little bit in the playoffs. Because um, I think he's been playing harder defensively. I think he's been playing a little bit better defensively as the season's gone on. And, yeah, the off-the-dribble stuff has been worlds better than it was, you know, last year, playoffs, beginning of this year. I mean, the what we've seen the past few games from him off the dribble and I'll probably have a tweet out about it with some highlights and stuff that, you know, if you didn't, if you haven't noticed it or whatever, I'll, I'll kind of show it. But I feel like if we got that in the Boston series, like that literally could have been a, a difference maker in a couple of those games. If you could have relied on him to be able to create a little bit, um, you know, in, in game six against Boston, like you had Giannis who went nuclear and literally nobody else stepped up and nobody else could really create and they lost. It's like, if you just had a, one guy that was able to, you know, cause Drew it wasn't fantastic offensively in that game. It's like if you were, had a Grayson that could step up, have a few drives like he did tonight, finish and make some plays, be able to handle the ball a little bit, take a little bit of pressure off Giannis, that could have made the difference. And I think if he can consistently get that down and be reliable with that, it could be it really could be a difference maker. And it could be something that um, you know, I already was I already was someone who since the off season has been saying, I don't want to get rid of Grayson. If they, you know, I'm not, I'm not saying he's untouchable by any means. I'm just saying, I'm not trying to get rid of him just to get rid of him. I think he's a valuable player. I think he's someone who can help us. I love his shooting, obviously, but this is something that takes him even, you know, it makes me even less, you know, wanting to get rid of him because um, if he can give us that, it's, he just looks so much more under control. He looks so much more confident. He looks, there were, there were, so many times last year and beginning of this year that it was like he would drive in and kind of, it just seemed like he, you know, either predetermined what he was going to do with it or just was kind of forcing up shots. And, you know, it, it just didn't look pretty. And I just, I've been so much more pleased with what I've seen from him and he seems to be like finding his angles better and it just, everything looks better about it. And I'm very excited about it. I'm, I'm, you know, again, it was something that I, I think I tweeted about it. I don't know if it was the Monday game or the Wednesday game. Something about, you know, he's improved with it. And then today was even better than it was then. Um, and he had five assists tonight, no turnovers in 33 minutes, 12 points. Only shot one of five from three, but, like, he's still... Again, normally when you're getting one of five from three from Grayson, he's a net, like a net negative, and he's a very, you know, he had, that's a he's not going to give you really anything. He went one of five from three tonight and still had an impactful game and was, I mean, key for us in 33 minutes. And... Again, that's that's because of what he was able to do off the dribble a little bit. And speaking of Grayson, he completely... That was an offensive foul on Luca. Ridiculous no-call on that one. Um, where Luca like, backed him down, pushed him, backed him down again, backed him down again, and completely, you know, lowers his shoulder into him. There were just some really terrible calls in this game. Like, just awful. That... Even that last... Chris, I keep coming back to the refs. I'm sorry. But at least at least we won, and I'm still complaining. I'm not the guy that only complains when they lose. So even that last one, Chris Middleton, it, on that inbounds play, um, and, again, luckily some has missed both free throws, so it actually didn't end up mattering. But it's like Chris did not follow that dude. He didn't push him out of bounds. Like, nothing. It it just there were so many calls like that, which were just bull crap. But, um, all right. Joshua. Joshy Treff. At Joshy Treff. Um you are up next. We'll only get a couple of these left. I'm I, I don't want to go all night with this, but we'll we'll keep it going for a little bit. But Josh, what's uh what's on your mind?
1: all right. I want to be clear now and speak. Like I don't think the refs were a big part of this game. I think this game was an example of a team wanting to win more than the Bucks. And the Bucs won anyway. The Bucs won against a team who wanted to win more than them. I think we should take that as a positive. So much of this chat seems negative. I think we should be more positive based on a Bucks team trying to win, winning a tough game on the road.
0: What do you think, Nate? I agree, man. So, I i mean, it, it definitely should be positive, 100%. There's, I, I, there's things you get frustrated about during the game that you let out after the game, which is a little bit what I'm doing and, Um, you know, but overall, absolutely, 100% should be a positive thing, you know, they, it was a night where Giannis had a very bad first half for his standards, didn't get a lot of whistles, and um, Luca had a really good night, Chris didn't shoot particularly well, you know, Brooke didn't really give you much offensively, and I mean, they won, like, it it was, you know, that's a very, very good thing, it's something that Like, this felt all, you know, the whole second half or pretty much once the Mavs went on that run and had that dunk to, um, the dunk in the three to go up by 12, I think it was. I want to say it was 78-66 in the third. From that point on, you're kind of in your mind just going, okay, this is probably a loss. And, you know, you just were like, okay, like, they haven't really looked great this game they're not they really don't deserve to win this game as I said the, the rebounding was bad at the end like all this stuff kind of together you just were like this felt like a game that typically most teams and even most bucks teams in the past would lose like it just was one of those nights and um you know I I was just thinking I'm gonna like after the game I'm gonna be thinking okay we're gonna lose this game and it's I'm gonna think of it as we just had a one of those nights where Giannis was off a little bit the refs weren't great Luca had a nice game we lost they were still able to win this game and that's freaking awesome so yeah absolutely should be a positive thing it's it's just it's great to be able to win games when you're not playing perfect the game isn't exactly how you want it to go in terms of you know officiating all that and you're still able to find a way to pull out wins being down by 12 in the third and you know I keep all these things I've already harped on but the the rebounding late um, you know they did get a little bit lucky just by the Mavs missing free throws but they were able to just get right back in that game, even when it got down to, you know, when it was twelve and then they got it down right away. And um in the middle of that fourth quarter, kind of like with seven ish minutes left, I know they cut it down from like seven or eight to um I don't even they that's when they took the lead, I think. And um Giannis yeah. turned it on and yeah, so it absolutely should be a, a positive thing. And yeah. I think I'm gonna end this. I think I'm gonna um go to bed and yeah I mean awesome awesome win Bucks after dark never disappoints man Giannis never disappoints in the end he always comes through 28 10 and 3 unfortunately the streak of 30 plus point games comes to an end but it's okay because the Bucks still win 19 and 6 who we got we got the Rockets on Sunday I believe Marquette plays on Sunday too so got a couple big games they play Notre Dame but I think it's rockets on Sunday and yeah, let's get another win. Keep this train moving bucks and six. Hope you all enjoyed bucks after dark and this bucks post game after dark. It is 12, 10 a.m. Central time. And um, yeah, so go to bed or, you know, if you're going out or if you're already out, enjoy your night. And we'll see you guys next time. Peace out.